It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash futureinvestor slash radio. This is Bloomberg Law with June Grosso from Bloomberg Radio. Trial helm, it would appear, when you first met the prisoner in Hamburg, you lied to him about your marital status? I wanted to get out of Germany, so... You lied, did you not? Just yes or no, please. Yes. Thank you. And subsequently, in arranging the marriage, you lied to the authorities? I um, did not tell the truth to the authorities. You lied to them? Yes. And now today you've told us a new story entirely. The question is, Frau Helm, were you lying then? Are you lying now? Or are you not, in fact, a chronic and habitual liar? When the state's star witness is shown to have lied, it can inure to the benefit of the defendant, as it did with a few more plot complications in the classic movie Witness for the Prosecution. Now, the prosecution's star witness in the case against former Goldman Sachs banker Roger Ng for looting the 1MDB fund is Tim Leisner, his former boss. But Leisner spent 10 days on the witness stand admitting to a host of lies, lies to his wives, lies to his bosses, and lies to his business partners. And then there were the forgeries and the fake bank accounts. Joining me is Bloomberg legal reporter Patricia Hurtado, who's been covering the trial. He's the star witness, this notorious Goldman banker who lived the life of the rich and famous. He partied with kings or queens, married a supermodel, spent money like water. Tell us how much of a star he looks like in the courtroom. Well, he's quite different if you were expecting a Daniel Craig to come and be Mr. Suave and Sophisticated, former Goldman Sachs banker coming to the courtroom. He's tall, lanky. He's about 6'3", German accent, and sometimes is very awkward physically in his movements, as well as in his speaking. He seems to be beseeching the jury to give a full and complete rundown of all the crimes committed tied to 1MDB and spills out the information, sometimes in a very unfocused fashion. And how has he implicated Ng? He has basically implicated him and named him in every single one of the crimes. And it's habitually, he will say, we did this. And then uh, Roger Ng's lawyer, Mark Agnifilo, will say, who does he mean by we, Your Honor? He needs to specify. And then Weisner will sort of fix it up by saying, 
I mean, we, I mean, Roger and I did this, and Roger is incessantly put in in a parenthetical clause that he and Roger did these things. Sometimes he sweeps in other Goldman Sachs bankers in Asia that worked on the one MDP deal as also being privy, but sometimes it gets very blurry of who's doing what and who knew what when. Pat, you need a scorecard to keep track of all Leisner's lies. The defense called him a rare and cunning liar. What was your impression of him? Well, it's really rare you have a white-collar defendant who seems to be admired in duplicitous behavior. I don't know. There's another way of characterizing it. I mean, he has admitted to being a double bigamist. So he was twice married to two women at the same time. On direct, he told the prosecutor that he had faked divorces from two different women. The defense also showed how he created a fake email account and posed as his current wife at the time to converse with his future wife, who turns out to be the former fashion model, Kamora Lee Simmons. And for years, he used this fake email address posing as his then-wife, Judy Chan, to communicate with Kamora. And Kamora would invite Judy, who she thought was Judy Leisner, and Tim and Judy's children to come on vacations with them. And Leisner posing as Judy was big off, saying that they had had a terrible car accident and they couldn't come because they were injured. And it's quite extraordinary that somebody would be able to pose as his wife for years in this fake relationship. And he eventually marries Kimora Lee Simmons. He's also shown to use accounts created in his wife's name to create a bunch of shell companies to which he funneled and shuffled money around. And he's accused of being involved in this massive foreign bribery case involving 1MDB, the Malaysian Sovereign Wealth Fund. And he's accused of conspiring with Malaysian financier Joe Lowe, the mastermind of this multi-billion dollar fraud where they funnel billions of dollars off the $6.5 billion bond transaction tied to 1MDB, and Joe Lowe took the money. But Joe Lowe agreed to pay the two bankers, according to the government, kickback. So you have this massive fraud that's the center of the case, but then you also have a flawed cooperating witness that has a lot of baggage and a lot of explaining to do, and the defense has exploited that. And how has he implicated Ng? He has basically implicated him and named him in every single one of the crimes. Habitually, he will say, we did this. And then Roger Ng's lawyer, Mark Igniflo, will say, who does he mean by we, Your Honor? He needs to specify. And then Weisner will sort of fix it up by saying, I mean, we, I mean, Roger and I did this. And Roger is incessantly put in in a parenthetical clause that he and Roger did these things. Sometimes he sweeps in other Goldman Sachs bankers in Asia that worked on the 1MDP deal as also being privy. But sometimes it gets very blurry of who's doing what and who knew what when. And he also admitted to even cheating his accomplices out of millions and millions of dollars? Yeah, that's the part that's quite complicated. And the defense really exploits there's an energy beverage drink called Celsius that was started with Russell Simmons, Kamarly Simmons' former husband, the hip-hop recording mogul. And he starts this power drink company called Celsius and invites Leisner to invest. And through a dizzying number of transactions, the defense was arguing when they questioned Leisner that Roger Eng invested at least $1.25 million with Leisner in a series of tranches and gave it to Leisner to invest to buy into Celsius. But Leisner 
took that money and put it somewhere else. He also kept at least 900000 for a down payment on a house in L.A. he was buying. And then he later tells Celsius people, oh, this is my money and my accountant, Roger Ng, will be sending it to you. Now, confronted with that, he claimed, well, I wanted to hide Roger Ng's true role that it was Roger's money. I was doing him a favor. And by the way, I plan to pay him back. But the defense was pointing out he's never in seven years ever offered to pay Roger back. And then he also took at least $80 million of a roughly $160 million deposit. At one point, Joe Lowe sends him money, basically, hey, hold on to this money for me, put it in one of your offshore accounts. So Leisner takes that roughly $160 million, but takes half of it and invests it in other entities. Now, it's unclear who that money came from. Leisner claims it came from Lowe. It really originated with a Kuwaiti sheikh. <laughs> it's really a bizarre tale, and you don't know who to believe, but Leisner kept $80 million of it. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Did the defense catch him in lies? In other words, was he surprised by things the defense brought up or was he prepared for them? Well, they told a story, but I must say that on direct, it was a clear narrative of, oh, I plan to pay it back. Oh, I didn't know I didn't pay it back. You know, it was all very innocent sounding. 
the defense confronted him with a lot of emails. Like the government did not bring up pretending to be his current wife while communicating with Kimura. And that came out because the defense was given marital communications emails between the wives and Leisner. And the judge appears to have allowed it to come in under the crime fraud exception because some of the illicit money that he was collecting, like I said before, was being put into wives' accounts. But the totality of his fraud was so intricate and Byzantine that came out on cross. If I were a juror, I would be scratching my head to try to figure out, wait a minute, and weighing the culpability, you know, there shows lots of emails and lots of visits that Weisner made alone to Abu Dhabi to meet as part of the 1MDB scheme where Roger is there. But early on, like in January, when Weisner says the original scheme was hatched in, in January and February 2012. But after that, the main mover is Weisner. And some criminal defense lawyers I spoke to said that's the problem what happens when you cooperate down. Because you might have someone that's more culpable testifying against a less culpable person. You and I know that you can still be found guilty of conspiracy, even if you only did one little act. But if it's in furtherance of the conspiracy, then you can be found guilty because you helped move the conspiracy along by taking an act. That seems to be what the government is arguing here, that, you know, Roger's no saint. He helped move the scheme along. He helped hide Joe Lowe's involvement and conceal it from Goldman officials, so therefore he should be convicted. The prosecution brought a lot of these lies out on direct examination. But would you say the defense destroyed Leisner on cross-examination? Well, it just seems that Leisner a couple of times did get tripped up. There would be half explanations or insufficient explanations. I'll give you an example. He was asked, wait, what happened to the money that was given to you by your former colleague, like Roger? You didn't say, you know, hey, I'm sending you other people's funds, did you? And he says, no, but that was the point I was trying to make. You know, I was going to say it. I was going to put the money back again anyway. If the jury doesn't believe Leisner, does the government still have enough on Ng to prove their case against him? They do have other evidence. There's emails where Roger's talking to Leisner saying, I'm with Joe. He says the prime minister is ready to go. Basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but so-and-so is going to have to be paid. Now, that is probably a smoking gun and enough for the government to argue, look, he knew. He knew bribes were going to get paid. And this shows to his knowledge and culpability in the fraud, right? It's another thing, though how the jury is going to view Leisner in the context of who's really moving this fraud along. Is it really Leisner that's the main mover with Roger tagging along? And do we have so many problems weighing Leisner's version of events, which seem a little shaky, that we may decide, you know, how are we going to hold him responsible for this guy that's the main mover? And the defense has argued that basically Leisner is implicating Roger to get off and get a more lenient sentence. What the defense seems to be hoping for here is jury nullification. You know, the jury saying, hey, the two other guys in this scheme did far worse things. The guy on the stand, Tim Leisner, has made a deal with the government. And the other guy, J-Lo, has disappeared into the ether and no one is prosecuting him. So Ng's the fall guy here and it would be unfair to convict him. Well, that's definitely the defense's story. It, this is the wrong guy. Roger's just here. Just because you're present at a scene of a crime doesn't mean you're participating in the crime. 
So it remains to be seen whether or not the jury believes this. And we know you'll be in the courtroom when the jury returns that verdict. Thanks so much, Pat. That's Patricia Hurtado, Bloomberg Legal Reporter. And that's it for this edition of the Bloomberg Law Show. Remember, you can always get the latest legal news on our Bloomberg Law podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at www.bloomberg.com slash podcast slash law. And remember to tune into the Bloomberg Law Show every weeknight at 10 p.m. Wall Street time right here on Bloomberg Radio. I'm June Grosso, and you're listening to Bloomberg. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcast, And watch on Bloomberg Originals, Bloomberg Television, or BTV+. Plus.